0: Focus, and coming your way on today's Rural Focus podcast, uh, grain testing. Have you begun that? I know that you're busy, probably with harvest. But anyway, we'll speak grain testing very soon with the one and only Stu McKenzie. Also, too some uh, some great news from AGIC that filtered through last week, and I know that the WA Agriculture Minister Jackie Jarvis was very happy with the news.
1: This unique invention is a game changer for Western Australian
0: food producers. Yeah, it certainly will be. All to do with oat noodles and oat rice. More on that for you very soon today when we do catch in with the AJIC executive general manager in Courtney Draper. But to kick things off today, no Harry Carroll. No, he's trying to find the winner of the big race on that first Tuesday in November, the Melbourne Cup. So, Jared Hubbard does join us this morning to find out and see how things did go on Thursday at Mount Barker, all part of the cattle sale there. Jared, good day to you, mate. G'day, Troy. How did you go there last week, mate?
2: Yeah, a bit tough, but uh, you know, we added a 1,955 uh, head up on last week. Uh, a lot of weight-wearing steers were, the bulk of the supply, uh, along with a good run of heavy yearling steers, um, and a fair few, few Cows, uh, which were pretty plain and light, uh, which is reflected in, in their returns as well. So, uh, new season wiener steers 280, 330 kilos sold up to a top of 284, averaging out at about 259 cents. Uh, 330 to 380 kilo wiener steers averaged out at 281, uh, with the local feeders buying the vast majority of those. Uh, a lot of weight wiener heifers, they were tough, uh, they averaged out at 117 cents. Uh, just Lacking a bit of quality and lacking buying mm. support to go with that. So uh, 30 kilo winter heifers, 150 to the top of 194. Uh, and the 330 kilo better heifers, uh, 150 to 198. Averaging at 175 uh, with those better weights going to the feeders as well. A really good offering uh, of yearling Steers. Uh, 400 kilos better, averaging at 197 cents. And the steers under 400 kilos, uh, averaging at 237, selling at 210 to 280 cents. Yearling heifers. Averaged out at 168 cents, 330 to 400 kilo yielding heifers sold at 150 to 186. Averaging out at 158 uh, for the day. Uh, And the cow run, yeah, just lacked lacked quality and weight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being very difficult to sell, uh, 90 to 120 cents. Averaging 112 uh, with some cows down to 20 and 30 cents. Um, Good frame cows though, sold okay, 130 to 150 cents. Uh, And then in the bull run, uh, heavier bulls. Getting tougher as well. One twelve hundred fifty cents. With a lot of bullies, um, younger bullies selling out at one hundred fifty six cent average. So yeah, just to, on that market, um, if the the cattle are, are not very well bred or offer type, they are very very difficult to sell. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, Harry was saying that last week too, mate. So uh,
2: is it the season, mate,
0: or is it just the way things are at the moment? Uh, probably a
2: combination of both, mate. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll hope things will improve uh, <laughs> into the new year. But with yeah. the amount of calves starting to come on now during the season, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a tough period, I think.
0: Anything else from you? This morning, mate?
2: No, that's about all, mate.
0: All right. Well, uh, enjoy your week, mate. And you, uh, yeah, we'll uh, try and catch you again very soon, mate.
2: Good, Thanks, mate. Thanks, buddy. Rural Focus. Around Regional WA. Your voice of agriculture.
0: Some great news filtered through from the team at AGIC last week. A lady who's no stranger to uh, around the Avon Valley and Central belt. Courtney Draper, who is the Executive General Manager at AGIC, does join us on the program this morning. Court, good morning there to you.
1: Hi, Troy. Terrific to be with you. Thank you.
0: You're no stranger to around uh, the Avon Valley and Central Wheatbelt. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's right. Yes, I grew up I grew up in in York. Uh, went to school in York and sometime in in northern, so yep. still have family and many okay. friends in in the region. Yeah.
0: Hey, great news filtered through last week with uh, the oat noodles and oat rice which is destined for supermarket shelves. Great news coming out of uh, AGIC with this.
1: Yeah, very very exciting time for AGIC. So mm. for for your listeners who um, may be be new to AGIC, where the Australian export grains Innovation Centre, or AGIC, mm. and uh, we've been in existence for a little over 10 years. We're an investment from the WA Government and Grains Australia. The core purpose for AGIC's existence is to do work that mm. brings value back to the Australian grain grower. So, the announcement of our partnering with My Plant Co, Real Oat, was a very uh, quintessential culmination of all the work AGIC does. So, we had some market insights many years ago <laughs> about yeah. the potential of oats, and then our team created the oat rice and oat noodles. And now we're excited to partner with a company that will commercialise and take that to my supermarket shelves.
0: Yeah, no great news that filtered through late last week. The awareness of the compelling health benefits of oats, do you find that growing more and more, not just here in WA or around Australia, but now getting around the world?
1: Consumers uh, worldwide, particularly in Asia, are becoming more and more aware Mm. of the highly nutritional benefits of oats. So for your listeners, oats are renowned for being high in beta-glucan. So uh, that has really good benefits for some lifestyle uh, diseases such as helping to control obesity, helps to control blood sugar, lower cholesterol and they've even been proven to have an anti-cancerous effect. So the, the product that our team at AGIC developed with the oat mm. noodle and oat mm. rice yep. means that it can be processed and produced but maintaining that highly nutritional benefit of oats. So okay. So that's That's a great thing.
0: Because I think, what, you've got about four or five streams of work. Is that right?
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So, AJIC, we we do work in the market insights. So, looking three to 10 years into the future, what are the consumption trends and big game changes that will affect the Australian grains industry? And and then we have our technical teams who go into market and they work, you know, so I'm talking about Southeast Asia, Indonesia, Mm, Japan, mm. China. They work with the flour millers. Okay. The, the companies that buy uh, barley to turn, you know to malt and turn yep. into yep. beer, and we educate them on the best ways to use Australian grain. So essentially, they get the best out of their end end product, and in turn, we learn from them what that what they need, and we connect that information back to industry, and then we do that market engagement mm. work. So that education piece on the benefits of Aussie grains
0: must be great for uh, WA growers. Yeah,
1: mm. it's as I mentioned, the age. Experience pure purpose yeah. is to bring back your value to the Aussie grains industry. So so we see this this is a, a fantastic opportunity to mm. continue to promote the benefits of oats and and see it ability to be consumed in, in forms beyond breakfast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. now you're looking further and further ahead. Are you allowed to say if you're working on any other major stuff As, at the moment?
1: Our, our team will continue to look at uh, an innovation team. Go are on. continuing to look at things. Yeah, so a few few of the things they're talking about is bubble tea, of oh, uh, right. course, and, and different different sources. Yeah, yeah. So all all in their infancy, but mm. uh, we'll continue to, to to focus on that.
0: And do you find that you're educating customers more and more on the benefits of Australian grain?
1: It's a very important aspect of of AJX work. So we have have regular visits into mm. into markets, and we've got long standing relationships where we do that education piece but importantly we we learn from the processors and the brewers in market about what they need from Australian grain and then we bring that all the way down yeah. Even the breeders and the growers, so that in the end, Australian Australian grain growers are producing grains that meet the Understand the, the requirements yeah. of, the mar- of the market of the market. So,
0: all right, yeah. no, fantastic news. Of course, oh. uh, if you missed that news during the week, agic oat noodles and oat rice will be destined for supermarket shelves. Did you have a bit of a taste test the other day? I've
1: had the opportunity <laughs> to taste a few times. Uh, yeah, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> hey, thank you for chatting with us. Uh, well done mm. on the uh, on the wonderful news, and uh, we'll see what else happens from uh, you and the team there at AJIC. Thanks so much, Troy. Really good to chat to you.
2: Rural Focus, around regional WA, your voice of agriculture.
0: Stu McKenzie, good morning. Good morning, Troy. Good morning, listeners. How are we all today? Now, you were in Melbourne last week, mate. Uh, how did all that go for you? Yeah,
3: massive week in Melbourne. A uh, two-day conference with our broadacre team with Act, so that was really good. So we went through a heap of... Um, we, we did a post mortem on the season, and that was really interesting looking at what's happened in WA Victoria, New South Wales, and SA. So it's been really quite positive. You know, obviously, we're ever evolving our range, but one thing that we managed to secure last week is our compound granular service for next year. So we've got two products that are available. Both have got obviously NPK, but calcium and some carbon, and one's got higher calcium, uh, one's got potassium, and one doesn't. Yeah, so we've signed up with, um, we've done a deal with Mosaic Fertilizers out of Canada, and they are one of the largest bespoke. Uh, fertilizer manufacturers in the world—they've produced over 400,000 tonnes of custom granules last year in a compound. So what we've what we've uh, what we've been able to come up with is for a minimum order of 200 ton, we can do a custom fertilizer blend for your property. So okay. whether you need more N, more P, more K, more yep. calcium, yep. whatever that's going to be, you want to put in magnesium or manganese or other bits and pieces. So yep. rather than just having an off-the-shelf product, we can do a custom blend. So. Um, on a custom compound, so which is really quite exciting and that puts us into a really, really unique space within the Australian market. So Righto. That was one of the big things to come out of last week and obviously forecasting and client allocations and, and all those kind of things as well. So, um, yeah, really, really interesting week and a big week at that.
0: When will all this be up and running pretty much, mate? Now or into the new year? Yeah, or so,
3: um, well, obviously, first step is going to be soil testing to find out exactly what we need. It's all going to be ex Okay. all containerised coming in, yep. so at least we've got the port. We yep. know what our minimum tonnage is, but yeah, in that minimum minimum order space, it's a minimum of two hundred tons. So, okay, you know we've kind of got pre-orders for that thirteen hundred ton product for next year, and we've already got a couple of growers looking at the custom compound as well. So, which is really quite exciting. So, we're going. To, we haven't even launched the program yet. Fantastic. So you uh, pretty really much hit the ground running, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, right. we're. I'm kind of aiming as, as being the, the, the agro on the ground here in WA to have somewhere about two, two and a half thousand done okay.
0: Uh
3: within programs out of the, you know, 60,000 hectares that we're, that we're involved with across WA.
0: So can growers get in contact with you about this now, mate, or...?
3: Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. they can um, either, either hit us up on social yep. media or uh, just give us a call on, on my mobile, 0448
0: 810
3: okay. And of course, um, yeah, they can, um, if they're listening back on Listener, they can... Have a
0: listen to the podcast yep. and give us a call. Hey, uh, a farmer in, uh, well, down your way, I think it's around the Esperance Way, is uh, well, using a, a swarm bot. Uh, for those who don't know what a swarm bot is, making can you talk us through what a swarm bot is? So
3: basically, that's so Tom, Tom Longmire down at Esperance, mm. uh, down towards Beaumont, and uh, super super progressive farm and I, I noticed on Twitter this morning that Tom's got the swarm bot out there so it's robotic. So it's, a, it's an autonomous machine which is towing a trailed sprayer which I believe has got cameras on for your grain and on ground. So whether that's weeded or whichever system it is. But yeah doing a fantastic job and, and spraying the portions of the paddock. And once again because it's unmanned and it's all done by yeah. GPS and satellite, uh, a little bit less intensive on labour which means they can get on and do the other bit which is uh pulling grain off.
0: Great to see WA farmers using the or, autonomous machinery, mate. I know it's been done out Tamman Way for a bit, but nice to see farmers using the or, autonomous stuff.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I believe this is in um, this is coming out of Lentils. I think mm, it was so, yeah. so. once again, Pace Pace Investments have been been involved with this, uh, which is the Pulse Association down that way. So once again, uh, in, innovation leads innovation, and in distance from everywhere and, yeah. and isolation is what breeds a lot of innovation, and, um, and making sure that you know our growers are being on the forefront. So well done to to the long someone Field down there because I know that every time they want to do something they do a case study on it and then they then they they, uh, they do a SWOT analysis on it and then if it's if it's good to go they give it a crack
0: yeah absolutely good news there too uh grain testing mate yeah it's so grain testing and feed testing so
3: off the back of harvest this year, so whether you're in hay or whether you're in seed production, getting mm. a grain test or a feed test done. In a feed test we can we can go down to as far as ryegrass toxicity, plus give you a full breakdown of what the analysis is. And this is available to a number of labs here in Australia. The grain testing is a really good way to find out and really start to fine tune your nutritional program. So we all know that hyper yielding is a thing, you know, hyper yielding, so high yielding crops. But when it comes to nutrition in crops, it's more than just N, B, K, and S. You know, it's, it's your traces, your copper zinc, your manganese, your magnesium, mm. your, you know, your moly, your boron, your nickel, your cobalt. It's, there's a whole range. So, and quite often that can be the difference between hitting hitting a malt variety or a hard variety over a feed variety. So, and it also helps to monitor your proteins as well. So you make sure that you're putting, you're investing the money where you need to be investing it rather than just, Hit and
0: miss. Anything else before I let you go on this Monday
3: mate? Uh, probably the big one is we um, came up to Perth yesterday yep. and Elbany Highway was closed from North Banister through to Jarredale due to the fires that were going on through not only the Peel but Serpentine Jarrodale area so that was a 120, 130k detour to go around then because you couldn't go back towards Boddington because the fire's over there so it's you know, it's wandering Pindley and over the back that way so um, if you are on the roads today particularly travelling Elbany Highway there will be a lot more truck movement through the back roads so please just take it easy ladies and gents Slow down. We saw a number of people yesterday with caravans just in and out and being overtaken, and caravans overtaking trucks and all sorts of stuff. So, gravel roads and people overtaking and just not doing the right thing. So, if you're on the road today, particularly in regional WA, please take it easy. Slow the heck down. And just make sure that you're alive. And look, if you happen to see something and, and it shakes you up a bit, don't forget about you know Lifeline, Beyond Blue, you know the mental health services that are there to help support you. Major crash, have got a, a, their, their own support services as well. So yeah, look, if you if you if you're stressed at the moment due to due to harvest not going the way it should be, or you're running out of time, or you've got labour issues, or you're, you're in a car and struggling to sort things out in your head, don't, you know, please feel free to reach out and, and get the help you need.
0: All right. Anything else, mate?
3: No, I think that's about it. We're in Perth today and then off to out, heading out to Bruce Rock tomorrow to say day to a couple of growers. So, yeah, looking forward to a pretty busy week on the road.
0: Take care, mate, and we'll chat to you again next week. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, this. Have a great week and please stay safe. Well, there you have it. Another Rural Focus podcast. Hey, thank you for your company just to get you by wherever you are. Especially if you're doing the harvesting thing.
2: The key. Come on now, let's get together in perfect harmony. <laughs> oh, you've got and you got forty-three. Now i I'll give
0: you the Yes, yeah, so if you're doing the harvesting thing, whether it's in WA or on the east coast, hopefully your harvest going along nicely. And don't forget to you always got to look after yourself, look after your workers, look after your family, get the job done, and. Everything will be a okay. I've been Troy Stockton, and I'll be back again very soon with another Rule Focus podcast.